The Power Your Advice podcast is brought to you by Thompson IM Funds, Inc. For more information about Thompson IM Funds, please visit thompsonim.com. Thompson IM Funds, smart investing starts here. We are live at the GTE Wealth Forum in Las Vegas. The GTE Forum is an invitation only which brings together senior investment decision makers from premier RAAs with leading investment managers. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring you new ideas, why the ideas should be considered, and how they can be implemented. The Power Your Advice podcast is brought to you by iris.xyz, the most helpful place advisors can come to to grow their minds and businesses. This is your host, Doug Heikinen. And our guest this morning is Rodrigo Gordillo, Managing Partner and Portfolio Manager at Resolve Asset Management. Thank you for having me today. So tell us a little bit about Resolve. What's going on there? Yeah, we're at Toronto. Uh, Resolve Asset Management is based out of Toronto, Canada. Uh, we are a quantitative and fully systematic organization um, that deals exclusively in the asset allocation space. So we don't do any stock selection. Everything is based on what we believe to be the most important part of the decision for the portfolio, which is asset class allocation, either through exchange-traded funds or through uh, futures contracts. And we run a couple of ETFs and funds around that theory. So what's going on there that's really special that advisors should care about? Well, I think everybody talks about how important asset allocation is to their portfolios, but very few people execute it and to, to the maximum extent. And uh, we find ourselves in an industry where we're based, we're basing our portfolios on strategic asset allocation and focusing most of our brain power on trying to, to solve the security selection problem within those silos. And I think um, one of the key things that people can start looking into is really going outside of their comfort zone, getting into the global space. So on the asset allocation side, we need to go global. Getting into alternative asset classes like gold and commodities and really try to round out that, that, um, that portfolio with a sleeve of an unconstrained asset allocation strategy. So why are you doing it? Why are you, why are you doing this stuff? Well, look, we, the, the problem with the way we're managing money today, especially in North America, is that it's worked really well to not focus on the asset allocation decision. It's, just, it's, it's been a, a fantastic time to be a strategic allocator to domestic equities and bonds. In the U.S., U.S. equities and U.S. bonds have outstripped performance against any other asset class on the planet. And so we're in a position where people feel very comfortable with where they are. And when you're comfortable with the current situation, oftentimes you're not prepared for what's coming over the next decade. And we think that if you look at the valuation metrics on both equities and bonds, especially domestic bonds, equities and bonds, we're going to have to provide an alternative to investors for the next year years that will be able to provide the returns that they've achieved over the last 10 years, right? So we need to look forward. We need to look at asset allocation and as a, as a solution for this. And, uh, and I think that, you know, there's, there's a ton of education that needs to be done on it. How did you get here yourself? Well, I'm uh, originally from Lima, Peru, uh, born and raised in South America. And it was early in my, in, in my childhood that I was faced with a global uh, macro event that affected our family quite a bit. So we, are, we emigrated to Canada in 1989, mainly due to the fact that inflation went from 20% to 7,200% in just under six months. So all the savings that my father had in the bank in cash and Peruvian currency went to zero. Um, the only people that made it out were people that had gold and silver under their mattress or the U.S. dollar. And so that was the first 
experience I had with global investing, where my, my father and my family talked a lot about it. And as, I, as we grew into the North American culture and I got into commerce and finance and statistics, I recognized, my biggest thing was how do I avoid something as disastrous as that happening to me and my family? And the only thing that kept popping up as a great solution that didn't require us to short anything, to you know, trade the underbelly of the Asian market or anything like that was proper and dynamic asset allocation. And you can do that as a long-only investor if you're thoughtful and, and you actually look at the data and are disciplined about it. When did you decide to start Resolve? The, the partners have been around, been together uh, since 2011. Um, we were under a big bank umbrella. But uh, that, it was a, an Australian bank that came to Canada. They wanted us to do the asset management side of the, of the business. They left Canada in 2014, and we had the opportunity to either go into another bank umbrella or go off on our own. We decided in, in September 2015 to go off on our own and see what we can do in the world of investing. And, and one of the major reasons that we did do that is because we published quite a, quite a bit of white papers and, uh, and reports and um, that, that kind of went viral. We became kind of minor celebrities in the quant space, and uh, there was a lot of demand for our product in the United States. So we said, you know, let's go ahead and give it a, a good old college try. So how should advisors explain this to their clients if they're interested? Yeah, well, you know, we recently wrote a piece called um, Advisors Need to Get Their Clients Comfortable with Being Uncomfortable. And what we mean by that is that, you know, as I mentioned earlier in the, in the podcast, we're in a position right now where if you look to the future, if you understand valuations, the, the um, valuation of U.S. equities and U.S. bonds are the most expensive we've seen them basically in, in history. Maybe there was a, a little um, overextension there in the tech crisis, but we are at very, very high levels of, of overvaluation. And what that means, if you look at, you know, there's a handful of people that are looking at this metric we can see that the expected rate of return for a balanced portfolio without any fees, without any taxes, is anywhere between 3 and 4%. Okay? That, that is before fees and, and, and taxes. And so investors need to have, or investment advisors need to have a really tough conversation with their, with their clients about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, this is, this is not a prescriptive approach. What we're saying is if you have a home country bias and your clients have a home country bias, and you find it very difficult to go outside of the United States that is likely to ebb away from the valuations that it has. And there's a lot of global markets out there that have low valuations that will likely do better over the next 10, 20, 15, 20 years. If your clients are uncomfortable going globally in order to get those exposures, then you need to have an uncomfortable discussion about what they need to do to survive. They need to save more and they need to work more. Right? If you don't want your clients to save more and work more, then you need to find alternatives. And you get comfortable with being uncomfortable in, in global investing. It is, it is a, a behavioral, uh, well-recognized uh, flaw that, that in every country in the world, there is a, an outsized proportion of domestic investing um, for the, the clients in that country. So in the U.S., you have over 50% of, of money being invested in U.S. equities when it only represents 30% of global um, GDP. So when you're looking at um, taking your clients away from their comfort zone to international investing, you have a higher probability of increasing those returns, maybe from 3 to 4% to 4 to 5%. So that's the first level of getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And this is what we try to nudge people towards. And then the second level of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is saying, okay, now that we're globally diversified in a, in a strategic approach, 
What else can we add to our portfolio that nudge those returns forward? Providing, putting th- things like uh, an uncorrelated alternative strategies in your portfolio is likely to reduce your client's risk and increase their overall returns over time if you're thoughtful and you do your research. But of course, that is uncomfortable for clients that are used to being in a passive, even if it's a global passive investor. And so the next level is to go out into the factor space. The, you know, and there's a ton out there that's, that's kind of very, um, it's, it's not too, too new and a lot of people can wrap their minds around it and they would benefit from having factor-based um, ETS or mutual funds or whatever they want. And then the next level, of course, is the true hedge fund, long, short, really obscure type of stuff um, that will in, likely, if you do your research, improve your results and your returns for your clients as well. So in every step of the way, we need to get our clients comfortable with being uncomfortable. It's not prescriptive, this piece that we wrote, but it is something that, put, that, makes, that should make investors really think about the problem in a more thoughtful way and hopefully nudge them towards better outcomes for their clients. We're in an event where you're going to meet with 16 to 18 advisors. Um, how are you seeing advisors this, these days? Are they, are they changing? Are they growing? Are they what? Well, I, you know, I think that we're... There's this tug of war between uh, the understanding. I mean, advisors are, are smart. They understand that this gravy train that we're seeing, I mean, I think the S&P is up another 26% this year, that the gravy train is going to end at some point, or at the very least, it's going to flatten out for many years. And so there's this understanding that they need to do something different and they need to protect their clients' portfolios. But of course, it's tough to, it's, it's inertia to move away from something that has worked so well towards something that has a promise of working better. And so it's, it's, I think they're in an ed- education mode is what I'm hearing. There's a lot of people that are picking up our content, having conversations, asking us to help them communicate with their clients so that they can, they can move them into these asset classes as a preemptive measure for a you know, likely mean reversion in the, um, in the domestic equity market. So I think that they're, they're coming along. What's the one thing that people should remember about your company? Education. I think the, the reason that we found success in, in a short period of time is because of the amount of content that we put out there to help allocators, investors, um, asset advisors to really, really think deeply about the problem, think deeply about the possible solutions, and then have steps towards implementation. You want to make sure that all of that knowledge that you're acquiring as an advisor is also transferable to clients creating smaller pieces, small, uh, you know, uh, digestible pieces of content that, that your clients will read. And so what Resolve has been trying to do is provide all types of education, from 37-page white papers to you know, a 300-page book published by Wiley to uh, a pod- long-form interview po- podcast to short-form, like 15-minute podcast episodes to five-page reports and 37-page white papers, right? So you, get, you have to provide the spectrum for your clients, depending on different personalities, to digest the content. But you have to do a good job, and you have to emphasize how important it is to intellectually buy into the process that you're telling your clients to, to buy into, so that when things go wrong, they're not jumping ship, but they're sticking with you and hopefully adding some more money. How do people find you? They can go to our website at investresolve.com, and the research that I've been highlighting today is in the, in the uh, investresolve.com forward slash blog. And the podcast episodes are investresolve.com forward slash podcast. You can also get it in any podcast player that you want, your favorite one. It's there. And we have, I think one that is very useful is the uh, Resolves 12 Days of Investment Wisdom. 
They're 12 episodes of the 12 things that we think every investor and allocator should think about. They're small, but if you like the topic, you can double-click into it, download their white paper, download the five-page report, download uh, other smaller pieces of content to help you with Rodrigo, the concept. thank you so much for joining us today. It's been quite a pleasure. I appreciate the questions, and good luck to you for today. Thank you. Um, we'd also like to thank our folks at Discovery Data and GTE for being our gracious hosts. For everyone at Iris Media Works and the Power Your Advice production team, this is Doug Heikinen. Thank you so much for joining us. The Power Your Advice podcast is brought to you by Thompson IM Funds, Inc. For more information about Thompson IM Funds, please visit thompsonim.com. Thompson IM Funds, smart investing starts here.